Jumbo Victor, and let's start off with Kenya, where Safaricom cuts Wi-Fi router prices by nearly a half. Poisana Elvis, this is the example of what happens when you want to remain in the lead with regard to digitalization, because Kenya already, as we know, is, is ahead on many fronts. But this will be about 900 rand if we translate that amount, the price of the new router is. But remember, they introduced 5G or they had the experiment with 5G. So they want to stay ahead as much as possible. And Safaricom, which we know as Vodacom here in South Africa, is, is doing that. And whatever they do in Kenya, they are likely to do in Addis Ababa eventually or in the long run because they are a shareholder in that business so after the privatization. Of, of the state-owned mobile network in, in Ethiopia. But that's how you stay in the lead with the M-Pesas and the and all the other functions of the network are going to be enhanced by this. And then in Mozambique, the World Bank says that climate emergency mitigation rather will cost $5 billion per year. You know, the World Bank just continues to sink Africa into debt because already the the aid to Mozambique per year is about two billion. If you get more of this money to to make the country neutral or resilient with regard to the human or whatever physical infrastructure, the, the ability to respond to natural disasters, as you know, the cyclones have done a lot. The flooding that 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 used to ravage. Mozambique to make it responsive, in other words, create capacity to be able to handle natural disasters, to be able to respond in emergencies. They say that's how much it's going to be spent. But that's the problem with the World Bank. When Mozambique already is dealing with the crisis of that $2 billion loan that was not disclosed when President Gubuza left office, now you want to sink it deeper into debt. That, that's how the World Bank has done all the time. They go to a country, assess how much they need to spend knowing the country will have to borrow from it in the long run and the cost of paying back will end up putting in a position where it gives concession to private sector investors to privatize state assets. I know we need to be responsive and resilient but the way about which we, 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 the way we are going about this is always wrong because it leaves countries at the mercy of the West. And in Nigeria, lastly, Victor, the new Lagos airport terminal, the federal government wants to demolish that $300 million aviation facility. Yeah, the, the value of this, I'm, I'm very unsure about. These are private hangars. You know, hangars are these garages where you park aircraft, large aircraft. But the problem is these two that are owned by private investors are blocking the way for making the, the runway. You know, the apron, the runway that where the aircraft that are landing are able to manipulate, turn and get into position. They... International Motala Mohammed International Airport is large enough, but unfortunately, airlines, international airlines, are shunning it because they say it doesn't have enough parking space for their wide-bodied aircraft. So this is the choice that the government has to make. But I'm assuming they will have to compensate the private owners for moving their 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 establishment there.